Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the Afternoon Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese hanging out on this Wednesday afternoon. Buzz Wilson behind the glass. Doesn't have to say the top five and five, you know, like <laughs> Fran did a, a pretty good job the last two days. Um, so, you know, usually at the call in, you know, the, the emergency reliever, um, Buzz. Well, but, now Buzz has to live up to, you know, did, Fran, Fran set a nice standard for the last couple wow. of well, top this, five and fives. Is that three in a row he did? Uh, no, two. two. Oh, he did two. Okay. Relax in there. I know. Well, I you're, you're all fired up. I got you. But as our quarterback I says, who did Friday? As, as our quarterback says, the standard is the standard. It's always rising. It's true. So you know the standard of the top five. I think is is well, it always rising though? Yeah, well, <laughs> or, to, or going down? Or, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. There are a few days where it doesn't rising. always rise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's why John Johnson works here. That's why John Johnson works here. Ooh. So we can get some blue juice and make sure that the top five stays right in uh, in line with everything. So. We'll have that for you coming up a little bit later. But uh, our good friend, mm-hmm. Josina Anderson, back at it. Oh, Josie. Man. Uh, she tweeted out from the combine, I'm told several teams have expressed interest in trading for Eagles linebacker Hassan Reddick per source. Um, does that – because it kind of feels like that's Hassan's camp putting that out there to maybe put pressure on the Eagles to to up their offer here um, and, and get it close to the $25 million a year. But it is notable that – Teams express interest in, in trading for him. He does have a market, allegedly. Yeah, and, and you don't know what's agent talk and what's being out. I'm, I'm not disputing what Josina is reporting, but you know how sometimes agents, they feed stuff to to media and put it out there. So you're trying to drum up some interest for Hassan. I, I, I mean, that could be the case. Um, I, I don't know, man. It, it's This is a tricky one because I'm still I'm – still, in a position of, I'm trying to win next year. I, I really am. I, I I am not, and I'm not. I don't want this to come off negative towards the young players on the team. Because listen, if you're if you're if you're good enough to crack the starting lineup, and you can can contribute significantly to a team that's want, trying to win a championship, more power to you. But the idea of just giving you spots because we drafted you here or what have you and saying we're going to go out there and try to win a title with you guys and we'll sink a swim with you guys, I'm, I'm just not necessarily into that. So I'm trying to keep as many good players as we can. Hassan Reddick was arguably our best defensive player last year. I know he wants a new deal, and as, but for me, as long as he's not going to be an issue, meaning – He'll be, if he has to play on the final year of his deal, 
would he come in and just do it versus being disruptive or that sort of thing? That's where the Eagles have to sort of gauge this thing. I don't want the Eagles to be so eager to move on from Hassan Reddick. Well, they have to make sure they, they can get someone else. Yes. Like, they have to make sure. Well, that's the other thing. Unless you're planning on going. Well, I guess I tell you what. It's going to cost you a lot more than it would to pay Hassan Reddick if you go out there and get a Josh Allen or one of these 26-year-olds. Yeah. Because they're looking for $100 million guaranteed. 100%. 100%. And that's why I'm beginning to wonder if the Eagles want Hassan Reddick back. Like, that's that's what I can't figure out. Like, are they mm-hmm. are they sure they want to get him back? Or are they would they take him back and give him a pay bump if only they're not going to be in the market for one of these bigger-name, younger, free agent uh, edge rushers? That's kind of where I'm at with that. And I thought Howie yesterday gave a really interesting answer. And it actually, like, the, the first question was from, from Elliot about, you know, Hassan. He gave the, the stock answer about he's from here, obviously, Eagle, yada, yada, yada. I thought this answer um, when regarding, like, what's the best case scenario with Hassan Reddick here was much more telling as to what the Eagles' plans were. Here's Howie yesterday. What, what's the best case scenario? Um... I think honest communication is the best case scenario with all your players and understanding um, where you stand and not having, not being afraid to ha- have open doors of communication and hearing where they feel and where we feel. You, he, he had the initial conversation. So, you know, it was a lot less of we love and we want to come back. It was we, we are having honest conversations about yeah. Hassan Reddick yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean what it says to me – and you also heard, heard at the end there, I think where Howie, I could be wrong, but I think that's where Howie sort of was saying Hassan initiated these conversations. Right. So, yeah, basically saying their side is the one who initiated these talks, meaning that the Eagles were probably okay with going into the season with Hassan Reddick playing the final year of his deal at $15 million a year. Because usually if a team is looking to work with you from a restructuring standpoint, extension standpoint, they're going to be engaged in those conversations with you. That didn't seem like that's a two-sided thing. Maybe they've had conversations and they feel like the asking from Hassan's side is just something they're not necessarily willing to go anywhere near. So they just are saying, you know what, there's no point in negotiating because what you're looking at, we're not even thinking about doing. Yeah, and I guess if you, if and you, I don't know if that's the case, but that's what it sort of feels like. Yeah, I guess, but I guess it comes down to how much do you believe the reports out there about he's looking for twenty five a year and they're at twenty two, because that doesn't suggest too far away. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, if they if they were willing to talk about twenty two, I don't know if I how much I believe of that. Yeah, because you got to think about it, that's a seven million dollar pay increase right there mm-hmm. from fifteen. So, and to me, I I would think if Hassan really want to be here, and if you're looking for 25 and they're offering 22, there's a happy medium there. Like, that would be, I would be, now, obviously, guarantees and things of that nature matter, but, yeah, just from a price tag standpoint, 22 a year. Like, how much do you want to be an Eagle? Right. I, I mean. Right. No, you're right. Like, how much do you want to be, if, 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 if sure, you can get 25 and go play, I don't know, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know, like our favorite edge rusher went down and, and, went, <laughs> and went and played in Jacksonville. You want to pull a Hugh Douglas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want to go somewhere else. But how much do you really want to be an Eagle? Right. Because if you want to be an Eagle, a $7 million pay increase for a 30-year-old edge rusher with a three-year deal is pretty good. Like, could you get 25 on the open market or through a trade? Sure. Right. But if, if, if I'm to believe I want to be an Eagle, that it, it loses a little bit when it's – 
I got to get the most money possible. No, I agree. I think fans would fall in that sort of category where it's like, well, at least the Eagles are trying to work with you. And if they're not matching the number that you want, they at least found a way to offer you a pay increase. Mm-hmm. So that would in turn show you, show you how much they want you to be here. So, yeah, if you that's if you believe that report. I don't know if that's that report is true or not, um, but it certainly didn't sound encouraging. It's bottom line is <laughs> that it didn't sound encouraging that they would be able to get something worked out to where he would be happy. I think the 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 one thing the Eagles have going for them is that Hassan's under contract. Correct. He's under contract. He's not going to hold out. You're thirty if you're thirty years old and you're looking for a deal, and you got fifteen on the table. Now you want to get to the end of that deal to get the free agency at thirty one. So you have to almost play to put up numbers to for any hope to get a new deal after next season. So holding out doesn't help you at this stage of your career. So the Eagles really have all the cards in their favor when it comes to this. Unless what what they're thinking is, okay, go get a trade. We'll trade you, and we'll we'll look to pay someone younger so that they don't have well, to sure, deal with, yeah. with one year. And is, yeah. that, is that what they value more than one year of Hassan Reddick? It could be. I could mean, be. if they feel like he's not going to be happy – and he wants to get a new deal, and somebody's out there willing to make a trade for him, mm-hmm. then the Eagles are just making a business decision and saying, yeah, he's, we're not looking to give you an extension. You're not happy here, so we're going to trade you somewhere where you can get what you want, and we're getting fair compensation. Again, we, we, we did talk about this yesterday. It's, it's playing out pretty similarly to the Malcolm deal. Mm-hmm. Like Malcolm kept looking for an extension, looking for an extension, and they, they just didn't do it. Yeah. Um, but he came back, played his last year of his deal, and if Hassan wants another deal – like a, a, a real deal, not a uh, like a, a participation deal. Right. Um. He has to go out there and perform. And Malcolm got a decent deal with New Orleans. He did. Sean Payton brought, brought him home after yeah. uh, Malcolm flipped him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run, running down the sideline. I still think I'm in the camp. Like I, I'd be okay if Asana Reddick comes back. But I am definitely more in the go overpay for a 26 year old, like a guy off his first first well, contract. Yeah, he better be able to play. Yes. Yeah, a real one, not like uh, a guy with the you know with upside. Yeah, not Jason Babin. <laughs> Although Jason Babin did give us eighteen sacks. Yeah, who could forget? And, and everyone <laughs> reveres. And, is that one of those moments that stop you in your tracks? It does not. When when was Jason Babin record his <laughs> record his eighteenth sack? It does not. No. Man, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to get in on that, plus a uh, Philly sports moment that stopped you in your tracks for a pair of Jelly Roll tickets. OG Wade's in Chester. What's happening, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? OG, what's up, brother? Um, On this uh, uh, um, uh, Hassan Reddick issue, right? And I think that what, what um, Howie is, is mewling over, Ike, is we we pretty much run a, 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 a rotation. You know what I'm saying? Rotational at that, at that spot. Especially this year, you're going to see way more of Nolan Smith than you did last year. I think Howie is saying, I don't think I want to pay 25 a year for a rotational DN. So my thing would be to bring, go get Shaq Barrett, who just got released from Tampa Bay, and let him play in that spot. That way you can be comfortable with uh, the rotation of Nolan Smith. You see what I'm saying? Somebody, so somebody think- younger. Um, Shaq Barrett is what twenty six. I think Shaq Barrett is twenty six. He's thirty one. But the, my point is, oh Shaq. Oh no, you said Shaq. I'm thinking of Brian Burns. I'm sorry. Yeah, Shaq yeah, Barrett is yeah. thirty one. Yeah, Shaq Barrett right. of Tampa it's, Bay. Yeah, it's just going to give you a better, a better uh, 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 option to use to utilize Nolan Smith. You know what I'm saying? Because well, and right it gives now, you a cheaper option. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. You know what I mean? So yeah. And um, I, I I just don't I just don't see giving him twenty five. I'll give him twenty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But anything above that to me for a rotational guy who you know is actually going to play way lesser than he did last year, and he was unhappy about that. And and then this this the discipline thing with uh uh with with um uh Sweat was saying. You know we got to be out here taking care of each other. We got guys out here freelancing trying to get numbers and stuff and you know that that caused some issues in the locker room as well yeah that was an interesting answer that i felt like never got talked about a lot maybe because it was written Mm -hmm. instead of instead of audio but yeah that was that was an interesting one yeah but you know what i don't hear y'all speaking about and i just want to try to uh, bring a little bit of of my producing um skills right some education to the program yeah yeah there's some stuff that's been coming out of the locker room about the organization wants jalen hurst to be more uh uh vocal in it and all that was put to rest yesterday when the coach and Howie said that we want Jalen to, rem- to, to, to remain how he is. We don't want him to do no, no more than what he's doing. So all that old stuff was coming out the lot that the organization. Oh, here we go. Now, now we're believing that, the, the, them at the podium? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, first of all, if that was the case, then why wouldn't they say, yeah, we could use a little, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing. First of all, I think we all know this about Jalen. He ain't one of them soft type dudes. If you say something negative about that, he gonna go cry. Everybody knows that, and I think that's why he becomes more of a target when people talks about him. Is this like he's this soft? No, he ain't the guy that's gonna break down over criticism, especially constructive criticism. Because I don't think there's nothing wrong with someone saying he, a player could be more vocal if they if they're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't look at that as a negative adjective. You know, it would just to me as negative. If people are saying it and it's not being said, because now you're compounding, you're putting something on top that's just like, you know, just fake. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's I, I don't like spread that kind of stuff. Well, I and listen, I'm 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 with you. I'm with you on that. And honestly, I believe and we, we talked about this as sort of the uh narrative or sort of the feel coming away from yesterday's pressers with Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman is that it's almost like time to turn the page, right? Like, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll draw yeah. back and talk about things that happened in the season, but I, I, I think what happened happened, and now it's about fixing whatever those issues were, and this is the time to fix those things. And it's hard to constantly harp on those things, especially when players may be trying to work on things that were happening last year. Like, they just because we don't see it being done doesn't mean it's not being done behind right, the scenes. Right, right, right. Right, right. So let me let me give y'all my uh, thing before Jack cut. Well, is it is it because well, <laughs> when you teared up and you cried on our show, it was after Jalen beat the Giants. So I want to make was that the moment that stopped you in your tracks? No, no. The, the moment you some listen. The moment that stopped me in my tracks was when Bryce Harper hit that ball, man, and that thing was gone. And, and died at the wall in Game Seven. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you are such a hater. You are such a hater, man. Yeah, stop me in my track. At the Warner track. <laughs> you knew that's where he was going. Yeah, he can't wait for baseball season. But listen, it stopped me in my tracks because I thought it was gone. Quite yeah. literally stopped at the track. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> died at the track. Died at the track. Uh, again, happy five year anniversary to uh, to Bryce Harper. He's playing first base tonight. May, er, uh, today made a nice diving snag in the first inning. So you get a hit? No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> we got ten hits and he doesn't have one of them. He might. I don't know. Such a slacker. I'm not locked in. I'm locked <laughs> in. I'm trying to trying to educate the fan base on the Eagles once.
once again. Um, but I will be watching it tonight. Ike. Don't you worry. Oh, I know. Believe me, I know you will because they probably do have a replay tonight. Well, I have MLB.tv, so I have okay. it on my computer. You know, yes. I, I can watch the archive of it. When, oh, there you go. When walk, okay. When Walk goes to sleep. I can, okay. Yeah, he got a hit and scored a run. Okay. There I think you so. go. There no, you season, go. Season's not canceled. Does that, does that change your win production? Prediction? Not yet, man. Not yet. I'm still at 95. That's good. That's good. I need some room to grow. Were you at 94 to start the show? No, he's at. Well, he. I believe he went from 90. I went to 93 to 95. Right. And I, I'm I'm at 95. Okay, you're not. Okay. I haven't moved to 96 yet. That's good. 96 is the max. Tone it down. Have they won the division yet? I don't know if we're going to do that. It's so weird. It's like I don't know if I want to do that. We, we, It'd be nice to have the division, but. What was that got in the Braves the last two years? We're not I mean, the losing Braves to the one Phillies. year in the Mets the year before that. Yeah, we're not a regular season uh, team. Yeah, yeah, we were winners. We do we put it together <laughs> in the postseason. That's what we do. Besides game six and seven, <laughs> Cowboy Jim joins the program. What's happening, Cowboy Jim? Ike Reese. Yes. Sorry, sorry about Monday. I know I was being a jerk. What happened Monday? But uh, uh, Monday. Oh, come on. You remember Monday? Uh, let's talk about AJ Brown. Okay. Okay. But as a fan. We get frustrated with players. As fans, don't say we. we. Don't oh say no, that's we. right. You called it. Yeah, you, yeah. You went on a name calling bash with AJ Monday. That's as what that fans, was. We, as fans, we pay a lot of money for our teams that we love. And You're a cowboy season, fan. What are you talking about? And when the season ends so <laughs> abruptly, we're trying to put the pieces together. And the cowboys. Well, what pieces are you putting together down there? Saying, your team's what, falling apart. <laughs> yeah, what pieces? They made a no end. So I'm taking it out on your players because I can't get answers from my players and coaches. Well, at least so you're there. honest about that. Okay. Thanks. And Jack, you're yelling at me. What's your answer? What's your answer to the uh, to the best rant? I'm in line at Petco Park trying to get tickets for Padres games. The woman's looking at me like, get off the damn phone. And you're yelling at me. I'm like, I can't remember what my answer was. Okay? Just give me a break. Well, it's all about accountability here, Cowboy Jim. Yeah, I'm trying to get tickets for this summer because I'll be in San Diego all summer. So I want to get Wednesday games because they have afternoon games. Okay. Give me a break. Right. Awesome. Well, how was I supposed right. to know that, Cowboy Jim, you psycho? <laughs> well, you're yelling at me on the phone, and well, she's yelling at me. So well, we're on the radio. I don't care about her. <laughs> and I'm not calling him Nicky Kotite anymore. His name is Herb Sirianni. At some point, you need to cut him off. I agree. No, it's actually a fair comp. I think I think Herb and Sirianni are about the same when it comes to... Yeah, but uh, you don't cut him off. You don't uh, cut him off. I get there. I, I usually gives me the, 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 the nudge to do it. But you know, oh. he's Herb in the Northeast, man. Well, Herb, listen, he's afraid of Herb. Herb, snapped, Herb snapped at him once, and, and, and he hasn't been the same since. Inside my brain real quick. Can't lose. Stand her. up to yeah. him. Come on, Jack. Stand <laughs> no, up. No, because him. Then, listen, I'm not right. He doesn't want to lose her. I can't lose her. Yeah, we know? did that already. Yeah, we lost her for was a little was bit. That, was that Johnny Mark's fault? Yeah, it was Mark's fault at that point. <laughs> but now they're be- they're best friends still. So like you know, I, I need I need her to be a part of the show. <laughs> I don't want I, I don't want a jelly roll. I want a jelly donut. Oh wait, I haven't gotten my Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Which I have not gotten yet. Which Where you, is you it? You won like a week ago. <laughs> I know, and, and Ike did everything he could for me not to win. <laughs> per usual. Life. We're always trying life. to keep you down, Cowboy Jim. Go with life. Come on, go with life. <laughs> I will watch life. I will eventually watch life. That was a great movie, though. It's a great movie. But man. Raising Arizona was, is wonderful. Yeah, you made me watch that movie. It. it was horrible. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was. You it was, was, it certainly was worse than life. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. You it was gave just. It a B. I gave it a B. It was a fine movie. It was just so weird, and I want to know how stoned they were when they made the idea of it. 
All you guys want to do is put Cowboy Jim down. That's all you want to do. Yep. Just another day. I got to call. I got to call Ashlyn more often because she loves me. So yeah, she's she's nice to you. Yes. We also got to teach her the ways. Yeah, yeah. She's nice to everybody. Yeah, we we don't do that to Cowboy Jim. What's your What's the moment that stopped you in your tracks? And did it happen before 1995? Oh, when when Jalen. Drop that fumble, that fumble in the Super Bowl. That just oh, that that just made my that made my whole season. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank I'm you. Very positive. Very yeah. Positive. We're getting the sarcastic answers from our yep. callers, which is always good. I think for most Eagles fans, mm-hmm. it actually was a, a, a heart stopper. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, it yeah. was for me. Yeah, for Cowboy Jim, it's a little bit different. For for most normal people, yeah, he was rooting for it, yeah. rooting for something like that. At that point, we were up ten. I believe so. They're in a driving. They're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, up 10, driving around midfield. A little before midfield, right, I believe. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So, Somehow it ended in. Well, we had the false start with um, Sayamalu. Probably one of the more under-talked about like, big yeah. plays of the game is the Sayamalu false start. Yeah, because it's not an excuse to fumble the ball on the next play. So. It's not, but like, yeah. when we started, you know, really – like Zapruder films, yeah, exactly every little thing that happened in the I'm game. I'm with you. He escapes. He escapes. Yeah, linemen usually do. Yeah, of course. There's no, there's no real pressure on them. Yeah, they usually, unless you get like a penalty, or it's a holding call or something like that, then then we are focusing in on you. Only reason Samalu kind of escapes there is because it happened early enough, and then other things happened in the game. Yeah, no, yeah, and then that's why he's in Pittsburgh. Two one five five nine. The Eagles held it against. Yeah, him. they did. Said he, we, <laughs> That's his lasting moment. You were the you're the reason we lost that game. The fumble in the Super Bowl. Bryce Harper ball dying at the wall. <laughs> I mean, a very good answer so far uh, on our our side topic of Philly sports moments that stop you in your tracks. Maybe no more trolling. No, just kidding. Can I throw one in the mix that oh, I don't yeah. think's going to be said? Uh, how about the Colangelo burner account story dropping? Dude, that was amazing. I um, remember the the Colangelo burner account story. Do you remember where you were? Hmm. I was at home when that because yeah. that broke. It was a night. It broke. Yeah, during, I broke at night, right? So, yeah. yeah. So I was broke. at home, but like it's still like no one believed it. Yeah. When reading it for the first time, it broke in the middle of the evening show when I was still producing the evening show. Right. Okay. And I like, know I was off the air, and like we were trying to piecemeal it together on. It was like a freaking book too. It was right. So long. Yeah. Um. And it was, <laughs> it was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I don't even know if I truly believed everything that night. I don't know if it wasn't until the next day where it all. Like yeah, this really is him. Like yeah, yeah this or this was her, or him. Which it was one both was it? of them? It was both of them, right? Yeah, yeah. they both had birth. Eric Jr. There's yeah, Bar- the Eric Jr. Well, yeah, because it was yeah, because it was multiple accounts, so it was kind of confusing there for a little while. Yeah, Barbara Barbara Botini. Botini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we had AJ. A little bit of a Colangelo moment last week, but it's okay. He got his Twitter account back. <laughs> what also went underscored in that interview is that he actually said. It was me, and then it wasn't me, or it wasn't me, then it was me. Right, right. Yeah. So some of those 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 tweets were of him. He tweeted those things out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When he said it's not me, but he's spitting for real. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even though it was him. Even though it was. No him. wonder he was spitting. It was him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. The tweeter. The tweeter was him. Two one five five nine two, ninety four ninety four. Kevin Durant level stuff. Man. Yeah. Well, listen, modern. I think. Guess what? It's not stopping. I think there's only going to be more and more of it as uh, as we go along here. Not just with him. I've about- never heard the whole burner account thing. I'm with Herm Edwards. Put your name on it. Yeah, that's right, Buzz. Yeah. Is there anything that important that I would 
put up a burner like why would you put up a burner account it's just i guess when you're young, when you when you grow up with social media you always want to defend yourself brian colangelo grew up with social media right well because you're you you are a yes when you're in that spotlight i guess yeah you want to be able to at least come out and combat some of the negative stuff without it being your account yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and to tell the the truth behind it that's the psychology so you can pop it. your collar behind your phone exactly right like i made a burner account once you did? But it's just to defend Gabe Kapler. Because I didn't feel like doing it on my Twitter account. So I think I made a Gabe Kapler defender. Uh, some kind of. Because kind you of, were afraid. Oh, man I, up. I just didn't feel this like, is the first I've heard of this. Yeah, I know. I didn't know if I should bring it up. But yes, I did. Yeah. I was I was very annoyed with the Gabe Kapler uh, haters. So I made a. So Gabe, you fought Gabe people? Yes. Yeah. Gabe people, yes. Right, yeah. Like the anti yeah, Gabe crowd? Yeah, yes. make sure you're saying yeah, Gabe yeah, yeah. people. You didn't fight gay people. You Gabe. Gabe, Gabe yes. Kapler. Yes. Gabe. Yes. Then, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. And then That's and just breaking news, man. And then someone's <laughs> like, oh, is this Gabe? And I was like, this is probably a bad idea. It lasted like a day. Yeah, it lasted like a day. And I was like, yeah, once somebody says, hold on, is this Gabe? Yeah, I didn't need to try, you know, getting back to me. Yeah, it gets back to, yeah. So, like, did you feel good about yourself after that? No, I did not. I did not. That is awesome. Yeah, it was not, not my best moment, but it was, not a, it was a moment. At least you didn't, at least you didn't, you didn't get called in real time. No, I just brought it up. Four years. Four later. years later. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The count still exist? Yeah. No. Can we track it down? No. I, I think it's gone. <laughs> Hopefully it is no, gone. No, it's gone. I, I forget. I, I have a bunch of different accounts. They're not all burner accounts. That one turned into a burner account. <laughs> What's it called? Pavetta fan, you know, <laughs> what 547. What's wrong with you? Gabe's man? Goats. Gabe's, Gabe's Goats. 215 592 9494. For uh, a pair of Jelly Roll tickets. Again, he's a country singer. <laughs> um, the Philly sports moment that stopped you in your tracks. Did I argue with you on my Gabe Kapler burner account? A whole lot to get to on the afternoon show. But, 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 <laughs> the Eagles have met with Jeremiah Trotter Jr., baby. Trotter not. Here we go. How did he say the meeting went? Uh, and will they invest in the linebacker position? An interesting answer this morning from Elliot Shore Parks. All that's coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Twitter questions that are sponsored by Mark Schuler's. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark Schuler's extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Marks-Jewelers.com. Ike, if I put up a Twitter question asking, do you want the Eagles to draft Jeremiah Trotter Jr. in the second round? Do you think it gets, what, 95% saying yes? Uh, I would say at least 85%. At least 85 yeah. Listen, it's it's gonna be up to ninety five by draft night. They well, can't yeah. Well, listen, you got some dra- you got some draft nicks out there. They're like, oh, this guy from Texas A and M is better. Is a better. I'm like, dude, I don't care about any of that. Yeah, you know what? If Axman Junior is available, 
in the second round, we take him. That's all that matters. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about Texas A&M that linebackers. That guy drafts out better a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't better care about out better. Yes, we I don't, don't do great care. Out. Yes, this kid is from here. What are you talking about? Yeah, we the 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 people that want he was born and raised right here. The people that want someone else in the linebacking position in the draft besides Trotter can get stuffed in a lock. Yeah, are you kidding me? Joke. This is a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned. This might be the easiest layup the Eagles have had, and I don't know when. Well, I think the Miles Sanders thing was a layup. Back it was. It was a layup. Yeah, it but, was. But as you said yesterday, this kid was bred. He basically <laughs> bred to be a Philadelphia <laughs> yes, Eagle. Yes, man. Now listen. This is all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying is that don't pass him up and let him become a star somewhere else. No, if that that happens, is much worse that, than him not panning out I was, here. I was going to say Justin Jefferson was a layup, and then I kicked it out for a three and clanked it. If if Jeremiah Trotter, like if Jeremiah Trotter Jr. goes elsewhere, <laughs> turns into a star, like a Fred Warner, right. yes, that could get Howie fired. Like, <laughs> that's the one. Like we, what's that's the one? When we're like, oh, what is? What could Howie possibly do to ever get fired here? That's the one. Hey man, I'm telling you, man. Um, and in, in all seriousness, yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm almost too biased with it, but I, I honestly think it is a no-brainer. You're not overdrafting him. You know, it's it's. I obviously want him to go in the first round. I, I want him to be an eagle, but I want him to be drafted as high as he can be drafted. So that that goes without saying. I'm just saying the Eagles need linebacker help, mm-hmm. right? You know this kid, right? You you know the DNA he comes from, right? So for me, as long as he goes and tests well this week at the combine. Like, the leadership stuff is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I think the smarts are there. Like, when I say he's been bred to play this position, I really do mean that. Watching film, all that stuff since he was, like, six, seven years old. He's been doing this stuff. So he knows the game of football. It's just a matter of the measurables. It's the 40-yard dashes. It's the, it's the agility drills. It's all that type of stuff that will decide where he goes at as far as draft status. But asking whether or not you think the kid is going to be – a successful player at this level, yeah, and I'm not going to tell you he's going to be his dad. That that, that those are big shoes to fill. Right. Listen, and we're coming, we're on the heels of Bronny and, and LeBron, so I, I don't want to go down that road. I'm just saying that I don't know if you could have a better situation for where the Eagles are set up with this this year. That it's a layup for you to draft him. So they met with him at the combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked this morning. Here's what Jeremiah Trotter Jr. said. He's told me stories about you know when he played for the Eagles, you know. Uh, I, I've been told different things and like the great time he had with that organization. You know, the Eagles, you know, they're a great uh, team, great club, and, you know, it'd be a blessing to be able to, you know, play for them as well. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, really just, you know, waiting for the opportunity to you know, go wherever I go. I'd be, I'd be happy wherever I live. So, um, I believe he's saying there, you know, you'd be blessed to, to put on the uniform and all that good sure. stuff. So, uh, he knows. I mean, he knows, mm-hmm. he knows what being an Eagle is and, I, I selfishly hope they draft him. I, of I think, course, I we, think we all should. I think it's an unbelievable story. Yes. I, I mean, listen, we all obviously love it. He, he went to high school here. He, he's grown up in the area. But uh, if there's another team out there that thinks higher of him and wants to take him higher, that, that could happen as well. Like, the kid's going to be a player. He's going to be a player 
uh, at this level. He, he really is. And so, like, what what type of player? I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's going to be some five, six, seven, eight-time pro bowler mm-hmm. and all of that. I'm not, I'm not going to go that deep with it. I, I hope that he is, but that's not what I'm necessarily um, projecting or predicting. I'm just telling you I don't think you're going to be disappointed if we draft him. Now, what I think is going to be interesting here is do the Eagles take care of the linebacking position in, in free in free agency mm-hmm. to where it is not a huge need in the draft? Elliot was on the morning show this morning, uh, and I guess the the general sense he got from being out in Indianapolis uh, about the linebacking position and how invested they are going to be in it. Here is Elliot Shortparks. I think they're going to spend a lot of money in free agency, and I don't think it's going to be one year deals on you know like a Rashad Penny, a Justin Evans. I think we're going to see like big-time money spent to some of the top defenders out there uh, and uh, positions in need, like, uh, and most notably, I would say, linebacker and safety. Mm. Which would be a big change, of course. Yeah, which makes me think they may go out there to Miami Dolphin kid. With Van, what is his name? Van Ginkle. Van Ginkle, yeah. I mean, they could. Because he may not – I don't think linebackers, unless you rush the passer, you're not getting top-of-the-line type of money at the linebacker position. It's just rare. The teams are paying linebackers that kind of money. Baltimore is different. They paid Roquan Smith. That's a rarity. You know, you, you have to be that that rare of a player to get those types of contracts. The Bobby Wagners, the Fred Warners, like those type of deals that they that they have out there. They just don't value off the ball coverage type linebackers the way they, they used to. And unless you are usually rushing the passer in some degree, it's hard to get that type of money out there. So I mean, I wouldn't mind a Patrick Queen. Yep. I wouldn't mind a Patrick Queen. Now, uh, his spot track market value mm-hmm. or whatever, the projected contract. Yeah. Five years, $92 million. Yeah, there's no way the Eagles are doing that. With like $18 million uh, yeah. on an average salary. Yeah, we wouldn't pay T.J. Edwards. <laughs> $7 million? Yeah, we wouldn't pay T.J. $7 million. There's no way they're paying Patrick Queen $90 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if they do, pretty big change, of course. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Vic Fangio really is having an impact. Yeah, it's a a huge deal. (laughs) So, uh, that's why like, I I hear Elliot talk about they're going to invest in linebacking. I feel like they would invest in the other positions. I could see them just drafting linebackers. Yes. And, and that's sort of where I could see them. And that's why I say it lines up perfect for them. Exactly. Jeremiah is cheap. You'd have him on a contract for four years. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Now, now speaking of uh, another succession pa- plan involving a former Eagle and his kid, mm-hmm. I have another idea on that. But we got to get a phone call first. <laughs> Let's go to Mark in uh, Denenburg. Dennisburg. What's happening, Mark? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's an honor to uh, speak to you, Ike. You too, Jack. What's Thanks, up, Mark? Mark? Appreciate it, brother. Hey guys, um, so yeah, let's sign Trotter and let's also uh, let's sign Kool Aid just because the name's cool. I like it. So Kool Aid McKinstry in the first round and Trotter. I, in the I'm second with round? that. Yep, I, I'm actually with that. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, hey, just just a thought too on on the whole leadership thing and Jalen. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it takes some time. Uh, I'll be interested to see when the new coordinators come in and they start working with them. You know, one one thing about Jalen is it does seem like he listens and uh it does seems like uh he does a, a good job at like course correcting when it's mm-hmm. time so I, I am excited to uh to see what this season brings a little apprehensive um but uh lo- looking forward to it yeah uh, I, I think i'm finally mark i'm finally or i'm finally starting to move on from last year right and you start to think about okay how can we get better and what are ways that we can improve 
on where areas we struggled at last year. So it's almost like the pieces, you start to try to start formulating pieces you want to add to the team where you can see that they get better. Now you just hope that, you know, Howie and his people, they go out and they do these things because I do believe it, it does have to some, we, we need an infusion of talent, a new infusion of talent. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and you know, I, I've been lucky. I, I've had some management positions myself over the years and I'm a different uh, manager now than I was when I was 24, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, just him growing up and maturing into it will, will make a big difference. And uh, some, some new coaching is certainly going to help. What's the, uh, what's the Philly sports moment that stopped in your tracks, Mark? Yeah. So I would say for me, the uh, Bryce Harper home run um, that sends to the World Series against the Padres. I, I was uh, blessed enough. My father-in-law got me a ticket for that game. And I sat uh, in left field under the uh, Jumbotron and the ball was hit right underneath of us. So I stopped the whole crowd stopped because we didn't know if it was out until I saw everybody explode. So it was an amazing moment. Yeah, it was the best. It was the best. And uh, I was there. I was there for it, too. And it's funny because I always talk about, you know, that run. And I still think the Hoskins moment was the was the loudest. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, what about Bedlam? I think Bedlam was such, like, euphoria. And you almost, like, couldn't believe that it happened. That, that, that it's like the it- – Still got chills today when I saw it. Yeah. And I watched it. I watched the highlight multiple times. It got chills each time I watched it. It is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. I and- mean, the, the call was great. Everything. Yeah. Uh, L.A. in the background. <laughs> You know what? Well, we we put the I think we did we put the Fransky call out. Did we put it out? Yeah, I would. I, I as a, as a station did. Twitter account. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, you're gonna yeah. have to talk to to Andrew Porter. Yeah, I, I I know I saw the highlight, but I, I can't remember if it was from our account or NBC. Oh, okay, I can't remember which one it was from. Well, but I know it was um it was Joe Davis's call? Joe Davis's call because it was the the swing of his life. Swing of his life, yeah, it was Wh- that call which he recycled and used on a measly regular season. <laughs> recycled cat. like three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Justin, oh, that's not right. Well, the catch it. of his life. Yeah, the he just, just kept using it. Do you remember the Justin <laughs> Jefferson catch against the Bills? Yeah, yeah. He used it on that call. He switched the sport and used it exactly. Right. Oh yeah, no, he uses it for every big play <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, Joe Davis is on fraud watch. <laughs> Joe Buck, at least, just used stairs, rips one into the night once. Right. Like, rips it into the night was, was a one-time call by Joe Buck. I did not know he used the call. For yeah, he's used, he's used to swing yeah. of his life, yeah, catch of his, his life. life. Yeah. He's, do something else. This is an elementary school. <laughs> you have more depth, more depth to your broadcast. Come on, come on Joe. Come on, Joe Davis. Uh, we'll get to an idea here about another succession plan, in form, uh, including a uh, former Eagles kid. But first, here's Ike. Hey, exciting news from my friends over at Mark's Jewelers. February 27th, which was yesterday, uh, through March 2nd, Mark's is offering 20% off the largest selections of men's and ladies' wedding bands in the entire Delaware Valley. And Mark's offers Jewel Vision, the only way the two of you can customize the perfect matching wedding bands, ladies' diamond bands, men's gold, platinum, and alternative bands, Jewel Vision, and lab-grown options. Marks has it all with showrooms in Montgomeryville and Mount Laurel. Learn more at marks-jewelers.com. So we just talked about Jeremiah Trotter Jr., and obviously people are on board with that. Well, there's another former Eagles son who is a free agent, and if Jason Kelsey retires, what if we can add in Trotter Jr. and Runyon Jr.? You know, you have Runyon's kid, for, yeah. uh, former Packer. He can be the guard. You move Cam Jurgens over if you don't believe Tyler Steen can play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a nice little uh, – 
a replacement there. I like it. And you get Trotter and running in one. Oh, let's do it, man. St. Joe's prep would be on fire. With Swift. We got to Yeah, you got to bring back Swift. What Keep Alameda Zacchaeus. <laughs> Keep everybody here. Yep. We're trading yep. up for Marvin Harrison? Yep. Get up there and get Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> we got St. Joe's prep. No, right we don't, want the, we don't want that garbage quarterback that went to Ohio State. What was his name? Who's the kid? Oh last yeah, year? yeah. Who was the? Yeah, who was? Yeah, he transferred already. He was out. Yeah, I think in the Boston College. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember his name though. Um, but yeah, and we're not getting Marvin Harrison Jr. We're not getting but, Marvin. But Harrison but Jr. JD John Daniel, uh, Runyon. Um, yeah, why not? I mean, come on. Yeah, make it make it a theme of the offseason. Another one that I've known since he was a kid, man. Exactly right. Yes. Once, once got fined by his own dad. You dig about that? His own dad. That takes stones right there. Yeah, it does. Just Find like, your own kid. Well, that's called accountability. Yeah. Um, Enforcing it like you're anybody anybody else. That's what we preach on this show. Um, and and what I need more than anything in my life again, Ike, yeah. is is a John Runyon on my screen when they're getting introed saying, John Runyon, Michigan. Michigan. Oh, dude. I don't really need that, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> it, was just, it was one of my favorite. Of the notable intros. Yeah, the Eagles, no, I'm with you. It was uh, Shady. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, Pit Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> like he, was, he was all in. Oh, you remember all the? I uh, do. The, yeah, I don't remember. Donnie any of them. Bag of Bones Jones. No, I do Bag remember that Bones one. Jones. I remember Bag of Bones Jones. Man, I do remember the, that one. The John Runyon Michigan, like Michigan. Just, just stuck out. Yeah, that, you know what? That's a possibility. It's a lineman. Um, I now do listen. They they drafted Steen and some other guys. So, and I think they believe so much in Statland they can just almost draft yeah. whoever and turn them yeah. into a serviceable. Player. But I still love the idea. Thank you. Yes, I do love the idea. And listen, Driscoll can kick rocks. We don't. <laughs> I'm, good, I'm good on Jack Driscoll. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's probably a little harsh. He got married over the weekend. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. But speaking of him getting married, my goodness, Landon Dickerson. Yeah, I know. Lane Johnson was once the most athletic lineman we had. And then you got Kelsey. You got to throw him in there. But Kelsey is almost disqualified because he's not as big as the other guys. Right. Like, watching Lane do stuff athletic. He's a little more impressive at 6'5", 300-plus pounds. Well, and plus he's got like a six-pack. Yeah, no offense to uh, Jason, but, I mean, he's a former linebacker and he still weighs like 260, 270. Landon Dickerson, this dude is about 6'5", and he's I'm generously 300, 310, 315. Something. <laughs> this dude breaks out the, the, the worm and the centipede and then do, does a split. Wow. Yeah. He's listed at 333. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why I knew I was being generous. I'm like, yeah, so yeah. And he's every bit of three, whatever it is. That says Might be a little wins. more than that. Because yeah. you stand next to him and you, you, you're like, I'm like, my goodness, oh, man. He looked like a natural out there. <laughs> like, it looked like. The, oh, the dancer, you could tell he's, yeah, he is a natural. It's the easiest I've ever seen a 330 yeah. pound guy move. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And the offensive linemen, first off, they're all interesting. All of them. They're the most interesting group on the team. <laughs> yeah, Milata can sing like It's a... not even close. <laughs> well, Milata's also a freak athlete, too. Yes. Right? Like, well, He's a damn rugby running back. Yeah, you have, you have Dickerson, you have Kelsey. You have, I mean, yes, Lane. the most interesting group on the team. Without not even They didn't sing a damn Christmas album two years in a row. Doing well sales by They're so. easily the most talented group on the team. And most athletic. Some some say. Some say. Some say. Some <laughs> yeah, but that Landon Dickerson, my goodness. Thank God. Well, my first thought was like, just don't get hurt. You know, like, and and it's so funny about Dickerson too because when he got drafted, it's like, is he going to be able to stay on the field? Of course, yeah. Was, I mean, he slipped the second round only because of injury. Yep. And he's been fine. Yes. Like he's missed a little bit here and there, but not like we thought. We thought he had like degenerative knees. And yeah. Back to back Pro Bowls. Great pick. Twenty five million dollars a year, probably starting. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably this year. It's coming. 
Uh, well, he definitely has to get done more so than Devontae. Because he doesn't have the fifth year. Yes. Yeah, they, the, the Eagles can still exercise the fifth year on Devontae. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith is in the Northeast. What's happening, Keith? Yo, guys. Thanks for having me on. What up, Keith? What's going on? Um, yeah, the guy, the quarterback you guys were thinking of, is, his name's uh, Kyle McCord. Oh, yeah. He can't play. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm in, man. I'm Take all in with the, uh, the running and track junior for sure. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, they, can't, we can't know, go wrong guys, with those guys. Can you imagine yeah. what the worst-case scenario will be if the Cowboys trade up in front of us to get Trot Jr.? Man, Parsons and and Trot Jr. Oh they actually God. need a linebacker. They do. Yes. I mean, who could forget like, the who, like, who could forget the Shaq it. Leonard uh, the sweepstakes we had last year? Yeah. Why didn't they win? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like with the with the salary cap going up and all, like, do you guys think we got more money to give Reddick? Like, would that play a factor too? Like, um, you know what, Keith? I I that was my initial thought. That hey man, you got an extra thirty million or fifteen, whatever it was, in salary cap space. Hey, we got room. We got we got more money to re-sign Hassan Reddick and restructure his deal. You yeah. know the feeling, and I hope I'm reading it wrong. But just from what I'm hearing yesterday, it almost sounds as if the Eagles are like, well, you know, we love Hassan, but we're having honest dialogue with each other, and we're staying is the open line of communication. Like that's all jargon for. They may not be on the same page when it comes to this thing. Yeah. So that too, or like maybe he was saying that because he didn't want to like tip his hand. Like, yeah, we do, you know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, listen, I hope that's the case. Yeah, like he, yeah, he, he's not, he's obviously not Nick Bosa or Chris Jones or uh, Miles Gower, but he, he's still an elite pass rusher. Like he's up there in sacks every. I year. agree. He's, still, yeah. he's elite. Like I would, I know it's tough. Like you know, Mark of Gallio, he's he's worth more than fifteen. You know, uh, somewhere in that 22 range, like you said, it you right. know, sounds fair to me. Games, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like if they're like a million or two off, like, yeah, just get hey, it. Come on, Hassan. Hey, come on, home buddy. Yeah. You're one of us. You're one of us. Uh, what do you got here for a Philly sports moment? Stop doing your tracks. Uh, I'm going to go with Super Bowl 52, the Philly special. Boom. You knew that was it, coming. It took what? You had to know that was coming. It took what? Two hours? Yeah. Surprised. Yeah. Had to know that was coming. You got a couple of moments in that game. Dude, the, the, that's obviously the big one that stopped you in your tracks. Uh, Come on, man. Come not even on, Jack's man. top five. Not yeah. Not even the top I, five. I, I, just, I, the game. I still remember the reaction, everybody in the house with that fake play. Because, first of all, we were complaining that they were going for it on fourth, too. Like, yeah, you really better get it. Uh, don't say we. Uh, well, I mean, in the house I was in. Like, it, was, it was a mixed reaction. Well, the funniest is Merrill. I certainly thought they should have kicked the yeah, field goal. M- Merrill did not Merrill was want to go on for board. it. Yeah, I, yeah. I was with Uncle Merrill. I was with him. I was with him. I'm glad I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I was like, man, all right, Doug. Yeah. Well, I, We're getting the Super Bowl acting goofy now. <laughs> I think the mo- – like, so I, I remember I, had a war- I was obviously working the game, mm-hmm. but I was like – at a different job, like I was way more locked in because I had to hear things and yeah. cut audio. So I, th- I don't think that moment I stood up for. But I, like when the the BG obviously strip sack, I was like, oh yeah, on, on my feet. Oh man, you yeah. hugged you ran right. Drink spilling after that one. No, I hugged you ran when they won. Okay, so you hugged you ran. Oh, it was. A, it was a, I knew he hugged you ran at some point that yeah, night. It was when the Eagles won. But, dude, I gotta show you. The, I don't know if you've That's seen a the, moment. For have you, you seen right the there. video of the of the studio when they won? No, I don't think so. I have like, the video what, like of the strip sack reaction? saved on my phone. Yeah, it's a. It's, oh yeah. 
it's an interesting look into radio people when things like you ram who was projects himself as mr objective mr thing. neutral journalist he let it out a little bit he, it was, he came out in a dock in full dawkins jersey he, he, he did, did like full a weapon x yeah wow yeah, he did the dude, whole thing. i've never seen him excited exactly it was like it was really happy ray That's dinger it. mr neutral got it emotional on the air everyone well, saw that yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone let it loose that night you're crapping yeah. on a beautiful moment Bob? no i'm not crapping on anything i'm just saying well, it was, I, shed, I shed a tear that night well we all shed a tear yeah i, shed I don't, a tear I don't know how you alcohol helps that too so, sure. you know that's why I call it booze. If you didn't shed a tear when the when the Eagles won the won the Super Bowl, did you even really care about the team? I, I agree. Like you, I agree. You at least had to well up a little bit. I bet Mad Mike teared up. I don't think so. Yeah, because he was upset. <laughs> no, he, he was bummed. No, no the, I know. The he story, cried about Brandon Graham. Yeah, he tweeted at Brandon Graham, said thank you for everything. Like the, that that meant more than no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, you yeah, heard yeah, that? yeah. Oh, we unearthed that mo- years ago, maybe a year Why ago. Why we don't remind him of it more? Well, now we will. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hold on. So he tweeted Brandon Graham. Like, thank you for everything. Yeah. The guy he rips. Every day. Yes. He yes. tweeted at BG and said, thank you. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then r- tried to run him out of town week yeah. two the following year. He probably year. did shed a tear that night. Now he calls him Brandy Cram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not very wow, I did not know that. I did not know he tweeted um, BG. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, dude, I remember Mike DeFury? Mike DeFury. He was a former producer here. I might know him by he like He, like, opened the door and fell on his face crying. You know, it was, it was a, a. I was a. All this was going on in the studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You obviously. Yeah, really, all you guys running the damn studio. Who was here? Who Like, who was over there with you? It's a dork fest, man. It was, <laughs> it was like Swanker was still running the board. So we had Swank there. We had Rob Cherry, who I think was emotionless, I'm sure. <laughs> And you, had, you, had, you know he had a gummy or two that night. Yeah, you had Jamal and Klecko. Klecko's first off. Klecko's a patriot. No, he wasn't happy. No, he he's furious. He's furious. Yes. He's rooting for Brady the whole time. <laughs> I hope he's listening. I hope he's he was listening. Rooting for Brady of course he's rooting time. for Brady. All he talks about is, oh, Brady this, Brady, Brady that. Yeah, you, yeah. you were an eagle, Klecko. Well, sort of. He won a title with the Patriots <laughs> and and with the Colts and with the Colts. <laughs> One of like three players to catch touchdown passes yeah, from no, from Manning and, and Tom Brady. Yes, two one five. Oh my God! Yeah, dude. Well, I need to see video of that. I, I think I, Buzz I, has. I ha- I'll, I'll show you in the break. Yeah, okay. we'll show, I need a full breakdown on the other side. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. As you've heard, it's been the five years since Harper signed. Is he the face of the city? We'll get to that coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.